There we go. Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, board certified behavior analyst and infant toddler developmental specialist. Today, my guest is Miss Elise McVeigh. <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about Elise. She has spent the past 20 years raising her own children and figuring out how to help thousands of other children learn manners in a fun way because teaching should always be fun, <laughs> where they really retain the information. She also helps parents and professionals become their best selves with tips and tricks to have good manners and become polished individuals. She does all this through in-person and online process, online classes, articles, books, blogs, live social media posts, seminars, news, television, and podcast appearances. Welcome, Miss Elise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. You are most welcome. And just thank you for taking the time to come and, you know, teach us about our manners. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And the importance of manners. And yeah, let's just start with that. You know, first of all, why are manners important? So important for so many reasons. I would say um, something that I tell kids and um, you know, I tell children and their parents is you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you don't have social skills, you're never going to get into the school that you want to, the sorority, fraternity, um, get the job that you want. People judge you on your manners. I know I've had friends who have said, I've stopped going out with this person because their manners were terrible. So it's, we hate to say as a society, we judge people, but I don't think it's so bad judging people on manners. Manners just means that there are a set of rules. We all know the game. We all know the boundaries. And at this point, there are just so many people who are just, I would say, so blatantly rude to others mm. that it's just something that we really need to focus on and really make it come back into our children's lives. Yes, yes. Thank you. You know, like, you know, we talked about briefly just, you know, before that, yeah, I work in a school and yeah, I see it. It's, you know, that we have come away from where manners were really important. A lot of kids have become very um, disrespectful in the way they mm -hmm. speak to adults. And it's it's not surprising then when I see their parents pick them up from my classes and the way that they speak to their parents and their parents let them. Yes. So as a parent, just do not just you just you're not there to be your child's friend. Mm -hmm. You're not there to be cool. You need to do them a favor and to tell them what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. Because once again, if they're speaking that way to you, God knows who else they're talking that way to. Oh, they're teachers and everybody yes. else. Yes. I mean, someday maybe a police officer yes. or, you know, someone who's trying to help them. You just, mm -hmm. you just don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I've seen it because we do have police officers in the school district and I've heard the way some students speak to them. And I thought, oh my goodness, like we never would have thought, first of all, to even speak to your parents, your teachers, or any police officer or anybody in authority, the right. way that they're spoken to these days. And I think just about every school across the country, um, for better or for worse, has a police officer there. The elementary school that I go, that my children went to, we can walk there. It's a great quaint little you know, neighborhood. There's a police officer. 
So they're just, you know, they're there to protect us and children need to see that, that it's a positive thing, but they need to not fear them, but they need to understand their authority and be very polite to them. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Now, what is the key to teaching children good manners? Um, I would say role-playing and repetition. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, anytime I was taking my children to a friend's house, I would stop the car in front of, you know, in front of the house and I'd say, okay, now let's review. This is, you know, Mr. So-and-so and Dr. So-and-so show me how you're going to shake hands. And so the three things I always say is have a firm handshake while sitting, or excuse me, standing up straight and tall, you know, with your shoulders back, um, clear enough and loud enough voice, and then uh, very good eye contact. So I'd have them practice, you know, hi, Dr. So-and-so, very nice to meet you. Hi, Mr. So-and-so, nice to meet you. And if then we got into the house and they didn't do that, I would just sort of, you know, touch their, um, their elbow and just try to make them extend their hand and just sort of prompt them. So I just, and if you just do that again and again, one day they'll just do it on their own. You know, sort of like the day that that you um, say to your child, did you thank Mr. So-and-so for the play date? Yes. And you're in shock. You're like, oh. And the parent's like, yes. You know, your child said, thank you. Oh, okay, great. You think, well, maybe now I don't need to remind them of that anymore. So they will eventually get it. Um, and it might be shocking when they finally do, but you just have to practice role play and just a lot of repetition. Awesome. Yeah. Cause, and that's how children learn, right? By repetition and the role playing is a great idea because then they can feel the, you know, they can get a feel for the experience of going through that and maybe develop some muscle memory. Yes. Um, conversations is another kids mm -hmm. really are struggling with conversations. It was bad before and now COVID has made it even worse. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely something that you can practice with your child, you know, in, in your living room, you can say, okay, I'm going to be your best friend's mom. Let's say your best friend is upstairs getting ready and you have to wait a few minutes for him or her to come down. So let's, um, let's pretend like I'm, you know, Mrs. So-and-so let's have a conversation and they'll, they'll probably say, well, I don't know what to say. So this is your chance to say, well, you know, look around the room. What do you see on the wall? Or you have something in common, you have this friend in common, you know, this is their child. Maybe you could say, oh, are you excited that so-and-so is playing baseball this year? Or I see that, you know, she's in the school play, whatever it is. But just once again, another great thing to practice. Awesome. Yes, that is wonderful. And now how would you instruct, a, like say your child, has a friend who does not use proper manners, what would you, how would you approach that? So if it was something that, that he or she said to me, I would have no problem saying, you know what? I deserve respect. I asked my son Griffin to speak to me in a certain way. And you're a guest in this house. And I'd appreciate that for you as well. Or I've heard kids who just are very mouthy to their parents. I have no problem saying something to them, you know, also. Um, another time I had a child, was my youngest son's best friend. I love this kid. He was so sweet. He just disgusted my husband and I when he would eat. So usually he'd have, we'd have a sleepover. We'd bake pancakes in the morning and the syrup was everywhere. He was smacking. It was just a mess. So one day I just said, so-and-so, let me show you an easier way to cut. 
your food, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to like this so much. I put my hand on his, showed him how to do it, showed him all the different positions of, you know, cutting and resting your utensils and finished and everything. And, you know, the other thing you can do is if you don't feel comfortable in singling out a friend, you can always sort of tell your child ahead of time, you know, look, so-and-so has really rough manners when he comes over. So I know that your manners are good, but I'm just going to correct you in general. That mm-hmm. way he doesn't feel, or she doesn't feel like I'm singling them out. So yeah, you could say something like, gosh, let's not smack our food at the table mm-hmm. or, oh, you know, or who is that who just felt you really need to say, excuse me, things like that. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. So then no one person's embarrassed. It's exactly. just a general statement for everyone. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So um, you mentioned a little bit about why it's important to have good manners because, you know, we all need to have social skills to get along and um, all of those things. But, you know, we also talk about etiquette with that, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, formal etiquette is also important. Um, I think, though, that at this point, if people could just first and foremost, remember to be nice to each other, be respectful to each other. I mean, think about all the times you get on an airplane or, you know, in line somewhere or waiting for something. There's so many rude people. So let's just start with common courtesies. Mm -hmm. Then once you can get past all of that, then yes, I think formal etiquette is very important to remember. And different people are in different situations. You know, if if you're an executive um, at a corporation, you're probably going to need a lot more etiquette training than someone who, I don't know, has a job that, you know, maybe they don't work with people or maybe they're working at home all the time um, on a computer. But whatever the situation is, you know, etiquette is changing so much with online. I mean, who knew that we were going to have to teach, you know, Zoom etiquette? I mean, I'd never even heard of Zoom before, uh, you know, before the pandemic. So there are so many things, you know, so we now teach video conferencing etiquette to children. The first time I had to get these kids from my classes online, you know, in March, Mm -hmm. uh, the pandemic, oh my gosh, it was, it was crazy. And so I sent out, um, you know, a video demonstration to the parents and said, okay, before our next class, can you please review this with your, with your children? But it just, you know, sometimes it just takes several attempts um, to teach young people and older people etiquette. But it's something that if you're committed to it, it's, it's not that hard. It makes sense. And I think that people, once they know those boundaries and those rules, they're so much more comfortable. Absolutely. And that's the thing, right? Knowing the rules and the boundaries, because if we, we, you know, sometimes we expect people to operate within boundaries that we haven't taught them. Right. Absolutely. And so I was at a wedding a few weeks ago and the people who I was at a table with, they didn't know what I did for a living, but they were going over it like, okay, wait, do you start on the outside going in on the silverware? And I just said, yes, you know, you do. I go, okay. And one guy made a joke, well, I'm going to do it different just to, you know, be different. But um, I, yes, people, they always want to know the correct thing to do. And if, if you do know, you do, you feel so much better. You feel so much more confident when you walk into a room. 
Absolutely. And, you know, and again, empowering yourself with that knowledge ahead of time is key. Or, you know, like you said, you know, looking for those cues or even saying something like that person did, which was awesome because sometimes we just end up doing the thing and then it's like, oh, wait, that was, you know, not quite looking at you. Yeah. And that's, and that's what our classes are all about. So, you know, Lisa McVeigh's Life Camp, we're a seminar company. We give talks to professionals um, on etiquette. We do a lot of things for the younger generation because they just, no one, you know, we have several generations now who have not sat down at the dinner table with their parents. So they don't really know what to do and they really want that information. Um, and then Elite, then Mrs. McVeigh's Manners is a children's um, manners school. And so we try to get kids really young and it is amazing how much a three-year-old can retain this information because of all the things that we do with the repetition and, you know, we just try to make it fun. Awesome. And I think making it fun is so key, especially for children, because if we don't make it fun, I mean, there won't be, they won't be engaged in it. So absolutely. And, And I always have adults and kids always say, you know what, this is way better than I thought. I mean, it just, I think that people think, oh God, etiquette, this lady's going to come in and teach us etiquette. That's dreadful. But, you know, I, I train my instructors and, and myself, we just, just come in with enthusiasm. You can laugh at yourself if you don't know something, it's not a big deal. And just to make it, you know, a good time. Right. Cause honestly, I, I would not think that etiquette would be something fun to yeah. learn. So <laughs> exactly. But I promise you, it can be. Nice. That's awesome. That is wonderful. Now, how do you motivate children to have good manners? Like what, what's in it for them? Like, how do you approach that? That is a great question. So I always say to them, when we start out, you know, just like you asked me, why are manners important? And so they usually will say things like, well, you can have friends. And so we'll tell them, you know, are, is someone going to invite you over to their house if you have bad manners? And I'll tell them, kids who would come to, so I have three sons, kids who would come to my house if they weren't nice to the siblings, um, you know, if they didn't have good manners, they were not invited back. And so you just have to realize what those kids are motivated by. You know, when they're older, maybe it's like, you know what, I, I you need to learn good etiquette on getting on social media. If you can't have that, then you don't get to do that anymore. Or, you know, I've heard how you speak to people on the phone. I'm taking the phone if that's how you're going to talk to your friends or to adults. So I think that there are so many different ways to motivate young people. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, in older ones, I get a lot of college students. They are some of my favorite people to teach. They're dying for the information. We'll do something on dating, how to impress someone's parents that, that you're hoping to go out with, marry, whatever. They are very motivated to learn what to do. Awesome. And yeah, and that's so important because, you know, these are lifelong skills. These are skills that will take you through life. And it's amazing that, um, you know, you're able to start teaching them as old, as young as three years old. So, yeah. 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 As I said, you'd be surprised. I've had parents say to me, I couldn't believe my child knew this. Or the best thing that they'll do is they'll come to the door the second day of camp and they'll say, okay, my child came home all excited 
acting like this was brand new information that mm. I've been telling them the same thing their whole life. But once you said it, now all of a sudden it's something that they think is true and that they should do. Yeah, my so. husband the same way. Right? Yeah, I tell them right? something and they're like, mom, this person said, I was like, okay. You yeah. know, and like, then I had yeah, my, my husband even does that to me. Hmm. You know, like you should do this. Uh huh. And then, oh, so and so said I should do this. <laughs> right. It sounds better coming from somebody else. <laughs> Absolutely. And manners are no exception. And the thing, and the great thing about learning manners is it's not like cramming for a test. There, it's easy to remember, and there are things that you will use your whole life. It's not just like a one-time use. That is so true. Yeah, and it becomes natural, doesn't it? You know, yeah. once you practice it enough, it just becomes something that it's just a habit now. Right. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you use the, you know, the correct way to cut your food? Because it's easier and mm -hmm. there's no reason to do it any other way once you know the right way to do it. Right. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. Wow. Um, so the other, what I'm thinking though is, so you talked about modeling would be like, is one of, is the best way to yeah. teach as parents. So it's important that parents learn so they can model for their children exactly how to, you know, use manners and be mannerable and all of that. Because, you know, like we talked about briefly, some of the, you know, you said when you saw, when you see the parents, you're like, oh, that's why the child, you know, the child has learned through right. their parents. Now, parents get into a pattern and decide, oh, wait, we need to change something. How difficult is that going to be for them and their child? Right. Especially when it comes to table manners or table setting. So there are so, so I live in Texas, you know, there are a lot of Southern people here and people I have a lot of respect for that I know have you know, been raised maybe in Alabama or Mississippi in very traditional homes, but I'll see that they set the table incorrectly. And I finally realized after working with people all these years, a lot of times I'll have a parent come to the door once again, second day at camp and say, okay, my child showed me how to set the table. You know, my aunt told me the wrong way all the time, or my grandmother said, so they just learned the wrong way. They assumed it was the right way. And so it is, it's hard to really break those habits, but if you just keep on practicing it, but you know, and I also always tell the parents, make sure that you know how to do it correctly because you want to make sure that you're teaching your child the wrong, you know, the right thing. Cause I think people go through generations of passing mm -hmm. information down. That's like, oh my gosh, you know, my grandmother did this. I did, you know, my mother, I've been doing it wrong. So it's just really important to make sure. And there are so many great resources out there. People can go to my website, mrsmcveigh.com. Um, there, you know, there are books out there. There's, um, you know, I have um, a whole YouTube, actually two YouTube video channels, one for kids, the Mrs. McVeigh's Magnificent Manor Show, and then just um, Mrs. McVeigh. And, you know, the Mrs. McVeigh is for adults where I have videos teaching adults. And then we make um, fun ones for the kids. So there's so many resources out there. Take advantage of them. Yes, please, please. Because again, this will carry you throughout life. Um, I interviewed somebody recently who found that, and you know, he's a CEO and he found that when he did 
the um, annual reviews, he found a lot of the skills that the adults exhibited, they were learned in childhood. So basically we have children working in these, you know, because they're, they right. haven't developed since, you know, a lot of the things that they learned, a lot of trauma that went through and then now are still affecting them as adults. And, you know, so it's really important that, and you know, we start young, but if we don't, the best time to start is now, right? Absolutely. And, you know, once again, with COVID, I mean, kids have gotten more and more anxious. Mm. And I really feel like if they knew manners and knew those boundaries, those rules, their anxiety would lessen so much. They're anxious because they just feel so uncomfortable. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. I just think that this could help them so much. Absolutely. And with social media and um, uh, what do you call these things? The smartphones these days, we're right. texting and there's not a lot of face, there's not as much face-to-face -face contact as there used to be. So there are a lot of things that are getting lost in translation or even opportunities that we don't have anymore. And what kills me is I'll go to restaurants and I'll see a parent take their phone and prop it up against their water glass and let their one-year-old watch videos. Or I kept on seeing, um, I was in LA last week. I kept on seeing, I don't know if there was a tablet in there or if it was a special all-in-one tablet. It was like this blue outline that would sit on a restaurant table. And I just kept on seeing it again and again. Every kid had it. You're not doing your children any favors. I know that adults would like to talk to each other all, you know, uninterrupted, but you're at some point you sort of have to make a decision of, okay, I would love to go out with my husband and talk to him. Let's find someone to watch the kids so we can have a conversation. If the kids come with us, we need to engage them in conversation. So they're not sitting there on their electronic devices. Absolutely. And you know what I want parents to understand that the more children are on these devices, especially at an early age, it, it changes the structure of their brains because we need that social interaction. And without it, it, you know, it can put them back. It sets them back. It's yes. I mean, it's, it's so many, I mean, it's the, that it's, yeah, it, there's just so many components of it. And I just don't think that they want to believe it or, you know, it's just sort of like, yeah, I need to exercise. I'll get around to it. I'll do it Monday, whatever. It's just easy to put off, put off. Your child is going to be an adult before you know it. And then you're going to be in the parking lot, you know, sending them off to college or their first apartment. And you're going to try to cram in all these things. And you're going to say, okay, I should have done more. So take the time and do it right. Especially in, and you know, this out of anyone, you know, from what zero to five, it's just those formative years it's hard to undo what you've done. Absolutely. So do the hard work now, because again, yes. focus on zero to five so that you don't have, you know, from five to a lifetime trying to undo all those things and, you know, all the, all the issues that are caused because we didn't take care of zero to five. Absolutely. So yes, in manners, no exception. 
So true. Because like you said, you know, those social skills, they carry us through. You know, I remember um, being asked to apply for a job, which I had no experience with, but she said, you know what, you have the right attitude and we can teach you how to do the job. And I thought, oh, okay. Cause you know, they'd rather have somebody with an, with the right attitude than somebody who knew it, but then wasn't teachable or whatever it was. But when she approached me and said that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. And I, you know, in all the networking and um, webinars and everything that I do, I hear time and time again, it's about the person, not so much about their skills. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about if, if you are working with someone and you love them, but you think, okay, they, you know, they don't know this as well as someone could, but it's like, you want to help them. If the person is not nice, you're just like, I don't care how smart they are. Just get them out of here. They're making us all miserable. So I do think that if you can have those social skills, be likable, not afraid to talk to people, you are, you're going to get so much further in life. Absolutely. And, you know, people give you more grace. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and as a parent, anytime that my kids, so I had three sons who are very close in age. Um, when the third one was born, the first one was not even four years old. And so I, I just always, anytime I went in public, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a disaster. But if people saw that I was trying and I was trying to discipline them, mm -hmm. they did. They gave me, you know, they're just like, bless your heart, honey. Oh my gosh. But if I was, you know, sitting there reading a magazine and let my kids run wild, who would have any sympathy? No one. And they would be very irritated. So true. So true. Now, Miss Elise, if there's one thing you want people to leave this moment with, what would that be? Um, I would say just really stay on top of things, just like you're, you know, with, with manners, just like you're on top of your children for their schoolwork, um, for, you know, brushing their teeth, taking a shower, whatever it is, manners is no exception. It's that important. It's, it's as important as their schoolwork and everything else, because as I said before, you know, you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you don't have social skills and don't know those rules, then you're not going to be successful in life. Absolutely. And tell us again, how can people get hold of you? So they can go to mrsmcveigh.com or they can find me on social media. I'm, I'm on just about any social media you can look at um, as, as Mrs. McVeigh's Manners. That includes Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, Twitter. We are out there. We are out there. Awesome. And I'll just say McVeigh is M-C-V-E-I-G-H. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Miss Elise. I've been, this has been wonderful and enlightening and I've really enjoyed our time together. Well, thank you. Well, I have too. Awesome. Now, parents, you've had, you've been given some great tips. So now you can parent with confidence. Oops. Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, board certified behavior analyst and infant toddler developmental specialist. Today, my guest is Miss Elise McVeigh. <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about Elise. 
she has spent the past 20 years raising her own children and figuring out how to help thousands of other children learn manners in a fun way. Because teaching should always be fun. <laughs> Where they really retain the information she also helps parents and professionals become their best selves with tips and tricks to have good manners and become polished individuals. She does all this through in-person and online process, online classes, articles, books, blogs, live social media posts, seminars, news, television, and podcast appearances. Welcome, Miss Elise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. You are most welcome. And just thank you for taking the time to come and, you know, teach us about our manners. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the importance of manners. And yeah, let's just start with that. You know, first of all, why are manners important? So important for so many reasons. I would say um, something that I tell kids and um, you know, I tell children and their parents is you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you don't have social skills, you're never going to get into the school that you want to, the sorority, fraternity, um, get the job that you want. People judge you on your manners. I know I've had friends who have said, I've stopped going out with this person because their manners were terrible. So it's we hate to say as a society, we judge people, but I don't think it's so bad judging people on manners. Manners just means that there are a set of rules, we all know the game. We all know the boundaries. And at this point, there are just so many people who are just, I would say, so blatantly rude to others mm. that it's just something that we really need to focus on and really make it come back into our children's lives. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You know, like, you know, we talked about briefly just, you know, before that, yeah, I work in a school and yeah, I see it it's, you know, that we have come away from where manners were really important. A lot of kids have become very um, disrespectful in the way they mm -hmm. speak to adults. And it's, it's not surprising then when I see their parents pick them up from my classes and the way that they speak to their parents and their parents let them. Yes. So as a parent, just do not, just, you just, you're not there to be your child's friend. Mm -hmm. You're not there to be cool. You need to do them a favor and to tell them what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. Because once again, if they're speaking that way to you, God knows who else they're talking that way to. Oh, they're teachers and everybody yes. else. Yes. I mean, someday maybe a police officer yes. or you know someone who's trying to help them. You just, mm -hmm. you just don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I've seen it because we do have police officers in the school district and I've heard the way some students speak to them. And I thought, oh my goodness, like we never would have thought, first of all, to even speak to your parents, your teachers or any police officer or anybody in authority, the right. way that they're spoken to these days. And I think just about every school across the country, um, for better or for worse, has a police officer there. The elementary school that I go, that my children went to, we can walk there. It's a great quaint little you know, neighborhood. There's a police officer. So they're just, you know, they're there to protect us and children need to see that, that it's a positive thing, but they need to not fear them, but they need to understand their authority and be very polite to them. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Now, what is the key to teaching children good manners? 
Um, I would say role-playing and repetition. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, anytime I was taking my children to a friend's house, I would stop the car in front of, you know, in front of the house and I'd say, okay, now let's review. This is, you know, Mr. So-and-so and Dr. So-and-so show me how you're going to shake hands. And so the three things I always say is have a firm handshake while sitting, or excuse me, standing up straight and tall, you know, with your shoulders back, um, clear enough and loud enough voice, and then uh, very good eye contact. So I'd have them practice, you know, hi, Dr. So-and-so, very nice to meet you. Hi, Mr. So-and-so, nice to meet you. And if then we got into the house and they didn't do that, I would just sort of, you know, touch their, um, their elbow and just try to make them extend their hand mm -hmm. and just sort of prompt them. So I just, and if you just do that again and again, one day they'll just do it on their own. You know, sort of like the day that, that you um, say to your child, did you thank Mr. So-and-so for the play date? Yes. And you're in shock. You're like, oh, and the parent's like, yes. You know, your child said, thank you. Oh, okay, great. You think, well, maybe now I don't need to remind them of that anymore. So they will eventually get it. Um, and it might be shocking when they finally do, but you just have to practice role play and just a lot of repetition. Awesome. Yeah. Cause, and that's how children learn, right? By repetition and the role playing is a great idea because then they can feel the, you know, they can get a feel for the experience of going through that and maybe develop some muscle memory. Yes. Um, conversations is another kids. Mm -hmm really are struggling with conversations. It was bad before and now COVID has made it even worse. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely something that you can practice with your child, you know, in, in your living room, you can say, okay, I'm going to be your best friend's mom. Let's say your best friend is upstairs getting ready and you have to wait a few minutes for him or her to come down. So let's, um, let's pretend like I'm, you know, Mrs. So-and-so let's have a conversation. And they'll, they'll probably say, well, I don't know what to say. So this is your chance to say, well, you know, look around the room. What do you see on the wall? Or you have something in common. You have this friend in common. You know, this is their child. Maybe you could say, oh, are you excited that so-and-so is playing baseball this year? Or I see that, you know, she's in the school play, whatever it is. But just once again, another great thing to practice. Awesome. Yes. That is wonderful. And now how would you instruct, a, like say your child has a friend who does not use proper manners. What would you, how would you approach that? So if it was something that, that he or she said to me, I would have no problem saying, you know what? I deserve respect. I asked my son Griffin, to speak to me in a certain way and you're a guest in this house and I'd appreciate that for you as well. Or I've heard kids who just are very mouthy to their parents. I have mm -hmm. no problem saying something to them as you know also. Um another time I had a child was my youngest son's best friend. I love this kid. He was so sweet. He just disgusted my husband and I when he would eat. So usually he'd have, we'd have a sleepover, we'd bake pancakes in the morning. And the syrup was everywhere. He was smacking. It was just a mess. So one day I just said, so-and-so, let me show you an easier way to cut your food. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to like this so much. I put my hand on his, showed him how to do it, showed him all the different positions of, you know, cutting and resting your utensils and finished and everything. And, you know, the other thing you can do is if you don't feel comfortable in singling out a friend, 
you can always sort of tell your child ahead of time, you know, look, so-and-so has really rough manners when he comes over. So I know that your manners are good, but I'm just going to correct you in general. That mm -hmm. way he doesn't feel, or she doesn't feel like I'm singling them out. So yeah, you could say something like, gosh, let's not smack our food at the table mm -hmm. or, oh, you know, or who is that who just felt you really need to say, excuse me, things like that. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. So then no one person's embarrassed. It's exactly. just a general statement for everyone. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So um, you mentioned a little bit about why it's important to have good manners because, you know, we all need to have social skills to get along and um, all of those things. But, you know, we also talk about etiquette with that, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, formal etiquette is also important. Um, I think, though, that at this point, if people could just first and foremost, remember to be nice to each other, be respectful to each other. I mean, think about all the times you get on an airplane or, you know, in line somewhere or waiting for something. There's so many rude people. So let's just start with common courtesies. Mm -hmm. Then once you can get past all of that, then yes, I think formal etiquette is very important to remember. And different people are in different situations. You know, if, if you're at a, a, an executive um, at a corporation, you're probably going to need a lot more etiquette training than someone who, I don't know, ha has a job that, you know, maybe they don't work with people or maybe they're working at home all the time um, on a computer. But whatever the situation is, you know, etiquette is changing so much with online. I mean, who knew that we were going to have to teach, you know, Zoom etiquette? <laughs> I mean, I'd never even heard of Zoom before, really? uh, you know, before the pandemic. So there are so many things, you know, so we now teach video conferencing etiquette to children. The first time I had to get these kids from my classes online, you know, in March, mm -hmm. uh, the pandemic, oh my gosh, it was, it was crazy. And so I sent out, um, you know, a video demonstration to the parents and said, okay, before our next class, can you please review this with your, with your children? But it just, you know, Sometimes it just takes several attempts um, to teach young people and older people etiquette. But it's something that if you're committed to it, it's it's not that hard. It makes sense. And I think that people, once they know those boundaries and those rules, they're so much more comfortable. Absolutely. And that's the thing, right? Knowing the rules and the boundaries. Because if we we, you know, sometimes we expect people to operate within boundaries that we haven't taught them. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. And so I was at a wedding a few weeks ago and the people who I was at a table with, they didn't know what I did for a living, but they were going over it like, okay, wait, do you start on the outside going in on the silverware? And I just said, yes, you know, you do. And I go, okay. And one guy made a joke, well, I'm going to do it different just to, you know, be different. But um, I, yes, people, they always want to know the correct thing to do. And if, if you do know, you do, you feel so much better. You feel so much more confident when you walk into a room. Absolutely. And, you know, and again, empowering yourself with that knowledge ahead of time is key. Or, you know, like you said, you know, looking for those cues or even saying something like that person did, which was awesome because sometimes we just end up doing the thing and then it's like, oh, wait, that was, you know, not quite right. looking at you. 
Yeah, and that's and that's what our classes are all about. So, you know, Lisa McVeigh's Life Camp, we're a seminar company. We give talks to professionals um, on etiquette. We do a lot of things for the younger generation because they just no one, you know, we have several generations now who have not sat down at the dinner table with their parents. So they don't really know what to do and they really want that information. Um, and then elite, then Mrs. McVeigh's Manners is a children's um, manners school. And so we try to get kids really young and it is amazing how much a three-year-old can retain this information because of all the things that we do with the repetition and, you know, we just try to make it fun. Awesome. And I think making it fun is so key, especially for children, because if we don't make it fun, I mean, there won't be, they won't be engaged in it. So. Absolutely. And, and I always have adults and kids always say, you know what, this is way better than I thought. I mean, it just, I think that people think, oh God, etiquette, this lady's going to come in and teach us etiquette. That's dreadful. But <laughs> you know, I, I train my instructors and, and myself, we just, just come in with enthusiasm you can laugh at yourself if you don't know something. It's not a big deal. And just to make it, you know, a good time. Right. Because honestly, I I would not think that etiquette would be something fun to yeah. learn. So <laughs> exactly. But I promise you, it can be. Nice. That's awesome. That is wonderful. Now, how do you motivate children to have good manners? Like what what's in it for them? Like, how do you approach that? That is a great question. So I always say to them when we start out, you know, just like you asked me, why are manners important? And so they usually will say things like, well, you can have friends. And so we'll tell them, you know, are, is someone going to invite you over to their house if you have bad manners? And I'll tell them kids who would come to, so I have three sons, kids who would come to my house if they weren't nice to the siblings, um, you know, if they didn't have good manners, they were not invited back. And so you just have to realize what those kids are motivated by, you know, when they're older, maybe it's like, you know what, I, I, you need to learn good etiquette on getting on social media. If you can't have that, then you don't get to do that anymore. Or, you know, I've heard how you speak to people on the phone. I'm taking the phone. If that's how you're going to talk to your friends or to adults. So I think that there are so many different ways to motivate young people um, and, you know, and older ones. I get a lot of college students. They are some of my favorite people to teach. They're dying for the information. We'll do something on dating, how to impress someone's parents that, that you're hoping to go out with, marry, whatever. They are very motivated to learn what to do. Awesome. And yeah, and that's so important because, you know, these are lifelong skills. These are skills that will take you through life. And it's amazing that, um, you know, you're able to start teaching them as old, as young as three years old. So, yeah. 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 As I said, you'd be surprised. I've had parents say to me, I couldn't believe my child knew this. Or the best thing that they'll do is they'll come to the door the second day of camp and they'll say, okay, my child came home all excited, acting like this was brand new information that mm. I've been telling them the same thing their whole life. But once you said it, now all of a sudden it's something that they think is true and that they should do. Yeah, my so. guess we're the same way. Right? Yeah, tell them right? something and they're like, mom, this person said, I was like, okay you yeah. know and like, then I had to, 
<laughs> yeah, my, my husband even does that to me. Mm. You know, like you should do this. Uh-huh. And then, oh, so-and-so said I should do this. <laughs> it sounds better coming from somebody else <laughs> absolutely and manners are no exception and the thing and the great thing about learning manners is it's not like cramming for a test there it's easy to remember and there are things that you will use your whole life it's not just like a one-time use that it's is so true time, yeah right? and it's it becomes just- natural doesn't it you know yeah. once you practice it enough it just becomes something that it's just a habit now. Right. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you use the, you know, the correct way to cut your food? Cause it's easier and mm-hmm. there's no reason to do it any other way. Once you know the right way to do it. Right. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. Wow. Um, so the other, what I'm thinking though, is so you talked about modeling would be like, is one of, is the best way to teach as parents. So it's important that parents learn so they can model for their children exactly how to, you know, use manners and be mannerable and all of that. Because, you know, like we talked about briefly, some of the, you know, you said when you saw, when you see the parents, you're like, oh, that's why the child, you know, the child has learned through their parents. Now, parents get into a pattern and decide, oh, wait, we need to change something. How difficult is that going to be for them and their child? Right. Especially when it comes to table manners or table setting. So there are so, so I live in Texas. You know, there are a lot of Southern people here and people I have a lot of respect for that I know have, you know, been raised maybe in Alabama or Mississippi in very traditional homes, but I'll see that they set the table incorrectly. And I finally realized after working with people all these years, a lot of times I'll have a parent come to the door once again, second day at camp and say, okay, my child showed me how to set the table. You know, my aunt told me the wrong way all the time, or my grandmother said, so they just learned the wrong way. They assumed it was the right way. And so it is, it's hard to really break those habits, but if you just keep on practicing it, but you know, and I also always tell the parents, make sure that you know how to do it correctly because you want to make sure that you're teaching your child the wrong, you know, the right thing. Cause I think people go through generations of passing mm-hmm. information down. That's like, Oh my gosh, you know, my grandmother did this. I did, you know, my mother, I've been doing it wrong. So it's just really important to make sure. And there are so many great resources out there. People can go to my website, Mrs. McVeigh.com. Um, there, you know, there are books out there. There's, um, you know, I have um, a whole YouTube, actually two YouTube video channels, one for kids, the Mrs. McVeigh's Magnificent Manor Show, and then just um, Mrs. McVeigh. And, you know, the Mrs. McVeigh is for adults where I have videos teaching adults. And then we make um, fun ones for the kids. So there's so many resources out there. Take advantage of them. Yes, please, please. Because again, this will carry you throughout life. Um, I interviewed somebody recently who found that, and you know, he's a CEO and he found that when he did the um, annual reviews, he found a lot of the skills that the adults exhibited, they were learned in childhood. So basically we have children working in these, you know, because they're, they right. have developed since, you know, a lot of the things that they learned, a lot of 
trauma that went through and then now are still affecting them as adults. And, you know, so it's really important that, and you know, we start young, but if we don't, the best time to start is now, right? Absolutely. And, you know, once again, with COVID, I mean, kids have gotten more and more anxious. Mm. And I really feel like if they knew manners and knew those boundaries, those rules, their anxiety would lessen so much. They're anxious because they just feel so uncomfortable. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. I just think that this could help them so much. Absolutely. And with social media and um, uh, what do you call these things? The smartphones these days, we're right. texting and there's not a lot of face, there's not as much face-to-face contact as there used to be. So there are a lot of things that are getting lost in translation or even opportunities that we don't have anymore. And what kills me is I'll go to restaurants and I'll see a parent take their phone and prop it up against their water glass and let their one-year-old watch videos. Or I kept on seeing, um, I was in LA last week. I kept on seeing, I don't know if there was a tablet in there or if it was a special all-in-one tablet. It was like this blue outline that would sit on a restaurant table. And I just kept on seeing it again and again. Every kid had it. You're not doing your children any favors. I know that adults would like to talk to each other all, you know, uninterrupted, but you're at some point you sort of have to make a decision of, okay, I would love to go out with my husband and talk to him. Let's find someone to watch the kids so we can have a conversation. If the kids come with us, we need to engage them in conversation. So they're not sitting there on their electronic devices. Absolutely. And you know what I want parents to understand that the more children are on these devices, especially at an early age, it it changes the structure of their brains because we need that social interaction. And without it, it, you know, it can put them back. It sets them back. It's yes. I mean, it's, it's so many, I mean, it's the, that it's, yeah, there's just so many components of it. And I just don't think that they want to believe it or, you know, it's just sort of like, yeah, I need to exercise. I'll get around to it. I'll do it Monday, whatever. It's just easy to put off, put off. Your child is going to be an adult before you know it. And then you're going to be in the parking lot, you know, sending them off to college or their first apartment. And you're going to try to cram in all these things. And you're going to say, okay, I should have done more. So take the time and do it right. Especially in, and you know, this out of anyone, you know, from what zero to five, it's just those formative years it's hard to undo what you've done. Absolutely. So do the hard work now, because again, focus on zero to five so that you don't have, you know, from five to a lifetime trying to undo all those things and, you know, all the, all the issues that are caused because we didn't take care of zero to five. Absolutely. So yes, and manners, no exception. So true. Cause like you said, you know, those social skills, they carry us through, you know, I remember um, being asked to apply for a job, which I had no experience with, but she said, you know what, you have the right attitude and we can teach you how to do the job. And I thought, oh, okay. Cause you know, they'd rather have somebody with an, with the right attitude than somebody who knew it, but then wasn't teachable or whatever it was. But when she approached me and said that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
And yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. And I, you know, in all the networking and um, webinars and everything that I do, I hear time and time again, it's about the person, not so much about their skills. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about if, if you are working with someone and you love them, but you think, okay, they, you know, they don't know this as well as someone could, but it's like, you want to help them. If the person is not nice, you're just like, I don't care how smart they are. Just get them out of here. They're making us all miserable. So I do think that if you can have those social skills, be likable, not afraid to talk to people, you are, you're going to get so much further in life. Absolutely. And, you know, people give you more grace. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and as a parent, anytime that my kids, so I had three sons who are very close in age, um, when the third one was born, the first one was not even four years old. And so I, I just always, anytime I went in public, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a disaster. But if people saw that I was trying and I was trying to discipline them, mm -hmm. they did. They gave me, you know, they're just like, bless your heart, honey. Oh my gosh. But if I was, you know, sitting there reading a magazine and let my kids run wild, who would have any sympathy? No one. And they would be very irritated. So true. So true. Now, Miss Elise, if there's one thing you want people to leave this moment with, what would that be? Um, I would say just really stay on top of things, just like you're, you know, with, with manners, just like you're on top of your children for their schoolwork, um, for, you know, brushing their teeth, taking a shower, whatever it is, manners is no exception. It's that important. It's, it's as important as their schoolwork and everything else, because as I said before, you know, you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you don't have social skills and don't know those rules, then you're not going to be successful in life. Absolutely. And tell us again, how can people get hold of you? So they can go to mrsmcveigh.com or they can find me on social media. I'm, I'm on just about any social media you can look at um, as, as Mrs. McVeigh's Manners. That includes Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, Twitter. We are out there. We are out there. Awesome. And I'll just say McVeigh is M-C-V-E-I-G-H. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Miss Elise. I've been, this has been wonderful and enlightening and I've really enjoyed our time together. Well, thank you. Well, I have too. Awesome. Now, parents, you've had, you've been given some great tips. So now you can parent with confidence. Oops.